Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 2280. Should You Die With Zero? by Nick Majuli of ofdollarsanddata.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. Now let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Should You Die With Zero? by Nick Majuli of ofdollarsanddata.com. One of the most common personal finance questions I get asked is, am I saving enough? Whether we're discussing saving for retirement, a child's education, or something else entirely, many people are worried about the size of their nest egg. In fact, 48% of US adults experienced high or moderate levels of anxiety around their level of savings, according to Northwestern Mutual's 2018 Planning and Progress Study. Despite this anxiety, the evidence suggests that the opposite seems to be true. Many individuals seem to be saving too much. As I stated in chapter two of Just Keep Buying, quote, the Investments and Wealth Institute reported across all wealth levels, 58% of retirees withdraw less than their investments earn. 26% withdraw up to the amount the portfolio earns, and 14% are drawing down principal, end quote. This means that only about one in seven retirees are withdrawing principal within a given year. The remaining retirees are living off their investment or less than what their investments earn annually. The end result of this behavior is lots of money left to heirs. Once again, from chapter two of Just Keep Buying, quote, According to a study by United Income, the average retired adult who dies in their 60s leaves behind 296,000 in net worth, 313,000 in their 70s, 315,000 in their 80s, and 238,000 in their 90s, end quote. Surprisingly, retiree wealth tends to go up, not down with age. This suggests that more people should be asking the question, am I saving too much? rather than, am I saving enough? This is the primary idea behind Die With Zero by Bill Perkins. In it, Perkins presents a radical new way to think about saving and spending money, namely that you should try to die with zero dollars to your name. His reasoning is simple. Every dollar that you didn't spend while alive is wasted life energy. It's money that you never needed to work for in the first place, or money that could have been given to heirs earlier in time. Either way, Perkins comes to the same conclusion. You should aim to die with zero. Of course, this is easier said than done. With all the uncertainties surrounding retirement, that is living longer, health issues, etc., the risks associated with striving to die with zero are considerable. Running out of money when you're unable or unwilling to work is not something that should be taken lightly. Despite this very real risk, Perkins' argument seems to be a move in the right direction. Given the inheritance data presented, 
dying with zero or closer to zero would be an improvement over the status quo. Why? Because as the saying goes, wealth is wasted on the old. This is especially true when it comes to inheritances. As Perkins notes, quote, for any income group you look at, the age of inheritance receipt peaks at around 60. In other words, if you were betting on how old someone will be when they inherit money, assuming that you know nothing else except that they stand to inherit, 60 is your best bet, end quote. More importantly, as Perkins explains, the distribution of the age when people receive an inheritance is a bell curve. This means that roughly the same number of people receive inheritances at age 40 as at age 80. But is this what heirs actually want? Do people want to wait for an inheritance or would they prefer less money earlier in time? To find out, I asked Twitter the following question. Imagine you'll receive an inheritance from a distant relative who you've never met. However, you have to choose when and how much you'll receive. Assuming all amounts are adjusted for inflation, which would you prefer? 250,000 at age 30, 500,000 at age 40, or a million dollars at age 50? After more than 17,000 votes, the answer was overwhelmingly 250,000 at age 30. Among those who answered, 70% chose the 250 at age 30, 16% chose a million at 50, and 14% chose 500,000 at 40. This is true despite the fact that the implied return on your money by delaying your inheritance from age 30 to 40 or 50 would be over 7% per year in real terms. To give you some context on how amazing 7% real returns are, consider the fact that the US stock market provided real returns of 6.9% since 1926. So not only would delaying your inheritance in the example discussed provide you with a higher return than US stocks, but that return would have been guaranteed for decades as well. Think about that. Even when we offer people a return stream that is basically unmatched in the investment world, the vast majority of them would still prefer to have less money earlier in time. Why does this matter? Because your heirs probably feel the same way. Just like my Twitter audience, the people you will eventually gift money to would most likely prefer to receive that money earlier in time, even if it's a smaller amount. Ultimately, this thought experiment exemplifies the trade-off between time and money and why the optionality associated with money earlier in life is so valuable to people. After all, what good is an inheritance if you're too old to use it? Of all the points made in Die With Zero, this seems to be the most compelling. As Perkins states, quote, by giving my money to my kids and other people at a time when it can have the greatest impact on their lives, I'm making it their money, not mine, end quote. Of course, it's easy to say die with zero in theory, but it's much more difficult in practice. There are tons of unaddressed issues at play. How do you give your money away fairly? When is the right time to give it? How much should you give? I wish I had all the answers to these questions, but this is what makes financial planning an art as much as a science. Ultimately, dying with zero is no easy task, but dying with closer to zero seems like a worthy goal that we should all strive for. Either way, it's rare for a book to change the way I look at money, but Die With Zero succeeded after I read it earlier this year. I can only hope that it will have a similar impact on you. 
You just listened to the post titled, Should You Die With Zero? by Nick Majuli of ofdollarsanddata.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Die With Zero is a fantastic book that is often discussed within the FIRE community. This is a group of people who have made diligently saving and investing an ingrained habit, and it's typical for them to save too much. Oversaving can provide an illusion of safety. It's really easy to convince ourselves that we're being financially responsible when we focus our efforts here. But at a certain point, the money we leave behind becomes a representation of how much life we didn't live. This article made me think of my friend Mark, who retired in his early 50s with more money than he needs. After encouragement from some other five friends, he puts some money into what he calls his fun fund. He's challenging himself to spend a certain amount of money every year on himself or others purely for fun. Some people feel it's their responsibility to leave their children an inheritance, but I would challenge this line of thinking. From my perspective, it's your responsibility to help your children become financially literate so that they don't need your inheritance. And as mentioned in this article, many people receive inheritances at a time in their life when they're already financially stable. If it were up to me, my mom would spend every last penny living her best life and leave me nothing. And that concludes another installment of Optimal Finance Daily. Thanks as always for joining. Have a great rest of your day. And I'll see you again tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.